0: Hey, everyone. Welcome back to Around the Emirates podcast with Sarah Musa, where I speak to guests from across UAE about topics you want to hear about. Today, I'm venturing all the way to Ras al-Khema to speak to Julie Lewis, who is a phenomenal female entrepreneur. Welcome, Julie.
1: Thank you so much. I'm very happy to be here from up north in the northern Emirates.
0: (laughs) All the way up, all the way up. All the way up north. (laughs) So uh, Julie is such an inspirational entrepreneur. She has done so much already um, and is what probably one of the most courageous guests I've ever had on the show. And I'll tell you why. Julie Lewis is uh, uh, like amongst her many ventures. She has created a, an initiative for transformative expeditions. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? Tell me about this, Julie. What inspired <laughs> you to become an entrepreneur and specifically to establish kind of these expeditions? Sure. My background,
1: you know, is in sports science. I was always very fit, healthy, active, encouraging people to take charge of their health and their body. And then literally after around 18 years in that sphere, I was very much drawn to climb a mountain. And um, that was, you know, a bit of a late start. I was 40, which is 21 years ago now, um, to a mountain in Malaysia called Kota Kinabalu. I'd seen it on an educational visit and I thought, That's the mountain. It was calling to me. So in 2002, which was actually designated as the International Year of the Mountains through United Nations, I decided to go and climb a mountain. And I phoned a few of my friends, do you want to come and climb a mountain? Four of them said yes, which was amazing. A few of the people said, no, we're going to be a party. I said, okay, the party can wait. I'm going to go and climb this mountain. (laughs) So standing on top of that mountain on the 7th of April 2002, arms outstretched, I'm on a mountain, I'm on a high, mountain height. Wow, that's a really cool name for what became, you know, the first and only at that time, adventure travel company for women to really encourage more people to challenge themselves, go and explore, connect with new cultures. Um, see new things, experience new things. And so I literally ran all the way down the mountain and then I'm phoning all my friends, I just climbed a mountain, I just climbed a mountain. And then at the time, uh, the Gulf News actually approached me and said, could we do an article? Uh, because most women don't want to talk about their age. (laughs) And I said, I'm happy to talk about my age. I'm 40, and I've just seen this whole new world and a whole new direction of where I'm going to go with my career. So my entrepreneurial journey literally started with a a flash of wisdom up on top of the mountain at 4,000 meters, uh, running all the way down a newspaper story that had streams of people coming saying, I'm 40, I'm going to be 50, I want to do something. And one of them was a lovely Norwegian lady uh, who worked for Dubai Duty Free and together we put together the Everest Women's Base Camp team in 2003. So there we were 18 women, 18 days, all the way to Everest Base Camp, which is a start obviously for the big mountain. Uh, we raised around $80,000 for a mobile breast screening unit. I challenge anybody to go to Nepal and not come back changed, so I literally came back from the trip and it was like I was born to do this. What am I doing you know in in health clubs and gyms and offices? So I uh, resigned from my job at the time and decided to start my own adventure travel company and I was very blessed because I met somebody on a boat there 's always a backstory. I met somebody on a boat that had heard me speaking on the radio when I was doing call-ins from Everest Base Camp. And she said, I wanna come on your next trip. When is it? I said, well, I've just left my job and I'm gonna start my own business. And she had a travel company in Dubai called Creative Travel Solutions. So the very long story short is I came under her umbrella, Mountain High, a division of Creative Travel Solutions. So I could start really quickly, not, you know, big finding out licences, uh, legalities, you know, bank accounts, everything. It was made super easy. And I just think fortune favored the bold. So 20 years ago, I started Mountain High. And literally was to offer, inspire, encourage more people, in particular women, to live their wildest dreams now. Don't wait until you know the when the kids have grown up, or when I retire, or when the then I'll do this. It's like, no, come now, you've got to come now and come with me and I'll train you and we'll go together. Um, so over the last 20 years, I've run around 70 expeditions around the globe, to include 10 to the Arctic, the top of the earth, and three to Antarctica multinational teams of women, hiking, biking, kayaking, rafting, jumping out of planes, raising awareness for health issues. And that's really been my food and oxygen for the last uh, 20 years. And it's led into speaking, writing a book, running workshops, all of those kind of things. So, yeah, that's the backstory. It started at 4000 meters on the 7th of April 2002 for my birthday. Um, I always like to do something wild on my birthday, something I've not done before, and then have a party. Um, The Everest base camp trip, which was really the the key that said, screw it, I'm going to do this kind of thing. Um, And then really it grew organically. You know, I I didn't borrow any money. and I could have done, I just said, let me grow this organically, a, a crawl, walk, run. You know, I've got, you know, I've got the the, the legal umbrella now. I'm just going to put out who wants to come to Jordan, who wants to come to Morocco, who wants to come. And, you know, it grew organically over a period of years. And I have people now that came on that first base camp trip in 2003 that came to Montenegro with me this uh, earlier this year. So lifelong friends and people that meet each other on the trips, Um you know, they stay forever friends really. And they go back and they tell their kids or they tell their friends and I wanna come, I wanna come. So it's a ripple effect, you know, you go and do something for yourself. It makes you feel good. You come back, people say, what did you do? You look great. You you look, you've got so much energy. I want some of that, you know, it's go see Julie Lewis. <laughs> so that's kind of really the background story. And uh, last year I hit the magical tender age of 60. And um, I thought, I still want to go out and play. I'm not, I'm not done yet. (laughs) So I created this 60 years on the planet project to celebrate 60 years and created a series of expeditions to the Arctic, Antarctica, to walk the Camino, to go to Egypt, to climb a mountain in in Turkey. And, And so really now I'm again, you know, as I approach this kind of, 20 years in business uh, by the end of October, it's like, okay, so what's next? What's the next evolution? What is nobody else doing or not many people are doing? How can I go to the next level? Because there's many, many expedition companies now in Dubai, which is fantastic. You know, I think it's so, so important that people are encouraged to go uh, and step out of their comfort zone and go to new countries, and, but have that support and build that community. So very, very exciting. I'd like to think I was the pioneer. I'm an Aries. My star sign is Aries, so I need to be the first. I'm the warrior. And it's like, now what's next? What's next? <laughs>
0: That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. I i can't believe that you have accomplished I mean the word accomplishment is an understatement for everything you've just described. Like you have to have an entire Guinness book of records dedicated to you and everything you've done. Uh, it's it's incredible. <laughs> That's a good
1: idea. I need to do I need to do- <laughs>
0: Got to apply for that. Um, but I yeah. mean, this question might kind of seem a bit irrelevant now because you've literally gone through every challenge possible. But um, throughout your kind of your career as an entrepreneur and uh, in establishing, like you said, like kind of the first of its kind um, initiatives that you've done, what would you say has been your main challenge, and how do you feel you overcame it?
1: Do you know, I think, you know, on a personal level, and this is kind of a universal thing, um, you know, when we lose our parents and I lost my parents in uh, 2019 and 2021 within two years of each other, that was huge. You know, because, you know, they gave you this gift of life and it was for you to really uh, make them proud, make them, you know, see, she's doing this. She's here, there and everywhere. And so I know they're still here in the ether. But I think that was that was a really kind of defining moment. I mean, I do have two sisters and a brother. Um but you know, I have family, which is good, and I'm married, so that's great. Um, but it's just really, you know, I just think, I, I used to pick up the phone or we used to do Zoom calls. And, and so I think that's a that's a universal challenge. I think it's probably one of the hardest things we do, um, say goodbye to the people that we love that gave us life and everything. And then really, I think on a business side, entrepreneurial side, and again, I think this goes for everybody, it's not just me, um, you know, 2020. Uh, You know, when you think it's a roaring 20s, I'm gonna go gung ho, I'm gonna go here, I'm gonna go there. Uh, You know, in February, 2020, I I was doing some um, uh, leadership development programs in Saudi. In early March, I took uh, people on a cruise to chase the Northern Lights in Norway. And at the end of that trip, it was like, you better get back home. You know, things are changing. There's this deadly virus, blah, blah, blah. And so I managed to get back into the UAE. And of course then, boom, you know, lockdowns, PCR, restricted travel, no more speaking gigs, no more expeditions, everything. And I think for a lot of people, it just really changed the way that we live. We work, we travel, we school our children. I mean, thank goodness I don't have children. I don't know if I'd manage looking after kids at the same time as looking at myself um so i think that was a you know a universal challenge because it really it made you think about i can't do what i normally do so what can i do instead mm. you know and that's when i discovered microsoft teams go to webinar zooms um you know where you were actually still engaging with people um but but not able to get together to say let's all go for a walk on the beach or let's go and you know do xyz you know and so that was a big challenge and I think anybody that came through that period um and kind of reinvented themselves or changed the way that they did business or changed career um is a big huge high five because I think globally it was a huge huge challenge for everybody um, and that really made me you know think about the importance of having a, a strong ecosystem of support of people that you know like and trust that they are a mastermind group you know someone who can I call if I need a good laugh who can I call if I need to ball my eyes out and talk a load of gobbledygook and they'll just say okay okay and then we focus on solutions or who can I call to say do you know anybody that can help me set up a kind of studio in my bedroom with lighting and things because I need to do all this thing online now you know normally I'm speaking on a stage and now I'm in my bedroom creating a little studio and a backdrop and things so I I learned a lot so you know I think with all of these challenges whether it's in business in life in finances career relationships each and every experience we grow we learn something at the time we just think yeah, <laughs> But then you say, what was the gift in that? What did I learn from that? Knowing what I know now, what would I do differently? So it builds our resilience and it certainly makes us resourceful because we have to think differently. Uh, I'm not going to say the box because I don't believe in boxes. <laughs> I cannot be contained in a box. Um, <laughs> it, it's just really thinking, how did that change me? How did it make me um, more understanding of people's needs, um, which is why the 60 Years on the Planet project was, I know if people are feeling anything like I'm feeling, I just need to go out and play. I need to run wild. I need to get on a plane. I need to run through a forest. I need to throw myself up in the ocean. I need to climb mountains. Um, Who wants to come? (laughs) and it's like yes 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 (laughs) me 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 um so I think you know sometimes it's a matter of being patient and doing what you can do when you can't do what you normally do um there's a lovely saying actually it's when fishermen can't go to sea they repair their nets Mm. so they they're still doing something so when when the time comes that that they can go out to sea that yeah and I thought that's a really nice mantra. Um, so yeah, yeah, I think that they, they were challenging times, you know, for, for everybody, not just for me. So as an entrepreneur, yeah. it's like riding the waves of change. You have to become like the surfer, just like watching for the next wave. Where's that gonna take me and just be, what can I do now? You know, I've got to stop thinking, well, I used to do this and I can't do this anymore. It's just like, where am I now? And, and what could I do next? That would keep uh, this. I call it food and oxygen. For me, that's just you know being of service and growing and contributing, and of course that brings in the the energy, the paper energy. <laughs> so you that can do so more beautiful. and be
0: more. Yeah, that yeah. is so beautiful. I mean, you just said it yourself, kind of riding the wave of change. And um, I mean, because of the fact that you you just mentioned, you've been on so many incredible expeditions, kind of like from you know Mount Everest to even the Arctic. Is there a specific expedition that kind of sticks out in your mind of like something funny or crazy or wild happened that you just would have never expected? I think
1: um, whenever there's animals involved, it's always gets a little bit wild. So de- definitely dog sledding, or dog sledding in the Norwegian Arctic Circle, you know, because then it's a, you know, when I take people to the Arctic, it's the only way that you can actually traverse the land because it's all snow. I mean, you could ski, you could ski do and everything. But all of a sudden, when you have um, six huskies and a sled and you're in charge of six huskies, um it's very very interesting you know most of the time they behave and then suddenly they see a reindeer and they do a sharp left and all of a sudden you know you're doing a sharp left (laughs) thankfully there's no no other traffic on the highway it's not like shakespeare there's nobody um but i think you know it's just feeling um feeling that you've got control and then realizing it's it's up to the dogs. I really have no control. I can put the brakes on. I can say "nay, nay," <laughs> like, like no, <laughs> and they feel like this go flying and everything. Um, wow. So I think whenever you're, you're um, whenever you travel and you go to a new place you become more neurally alive because all of a sudden you have to ask questions where how you're seeing hearing smelling tasting doing things differently so you wake up because when you're here you go from home to the office home to the mall home yeah, to your friends routine. you're on autopilot so the minute you're like whoa 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 and things you know whoa <laughs> so i think certainly the you know the dog's legging i've seen kind of funny things where people fly up into the air and you know, you're on the floor and the dogs have just run off and then they kind of realize, oh, nobody's driving and they stop and they literally look around like this and think, what are you doing? Come on, get back on. It's it's so, so funny. Um, So that's definitely one of those moments. um, Wow. And and trying different foods, you know, people's expressions, they put something in their mouth and (laughs) it's like, well, but this is the national dish. You're supposed to love it, you know. Um, That's so awkward. There's all, yeah, there's always some funny toilet stories, which is a little bit based, but, you know, when, whenever you travel, especially, you know, when you're up in the high mountains and everything. Um, yeah, we, we kind of have a toilet grading system. Is it a, a, a zero or is it a minus or is it a plus and everything? And one funny uh, story was we had a toilet tent uh, because we were camping at, at 5,000 meters and it was just like a fold away seat and you just zip around and that's it. So one of the the team members was in there you have these packed animals they're called yaks they're like big herding and they, you know they carry all the the the, the support material uh, they'd obviously got got loose and started roaming around the area, and um, I saw it, because I was in the lodge, and I saw these, these yaks moving, and I thought, the toilet tent, <laughs> the toilet tent, and they start, and the toilet tent was starting to move, and I knew that somebody was in there, so it was just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> so, you know, dash outside and herding them back, and, are you okay in there? Are you okay in there? Because you can just imagine, nobody's got any idea what's going on, but there's these yaks um, around you. Thankfully, all was well, but it was just like, Even when you go to the bathroom, you need to be very, very alert. (laughs) Um, So that's a bit of a funny story. You know, I mean, there's several others of things happening and, you know, I think it's just important to giggle and, and, you know, just, it's serious when you're doing adventures, of course it's serious, you know, safety, training, having the right gear and everything. But when things don't quite go to plan, you know, you just have to say, okay, what can we do instead? you know yeah. uh and even yeah. a bit of a giggle about it you know and just kind of dust yourself off and think <laughs> okay get back on get back on that sledge come on dogs we need to get over there so <laughs> oh, yeah. forget the rage you know?
0: <laughs> <That's so beautiful. laughs> work
1: yeah. with me work with me <laughs> that's yeah. amazing
0: well thank you so much for sharing your story with me julie this has been quite the inspirational and courageous and slightly uh scary <laughs> episode but i'm so glad i was well, able to talk to you yeah. <laughs> My advice is just
1: go out there live your wildest dreams now. Don't wait. Don't wait for permission. You know, it's very easy that when, then, you know, when, when I've done this, then I'll do this one. And then time runs out, you know, so spend time with people that you love, go and do wild, crazy things. Don't spend your money on stuff, spend it on experiences and um, yeah, find your tribe.
0: Thank you for answering the question I was just about to ask you. You literally oh. are like ahead of me. No, it's good. This is this. You're making my job so yes. much easier. I was just about to ask you, but I appreciate you having your key messaging on point and making sure that you communicate exactly what you want my listeners to, to hear. So I do appreciate you sharing such an impactful message for everyone. I think it is important for us to step outside our comfort zones and do something different, yeah. making sure we're living. And like you said, ride the wave.
1: You know, we're a lot in our heads, I find, because there's a lot of information coming. And, you know, for me, when I feel that I'm thinking too much, I have to get out and move, I shake, I go swim. So, you know, what the tip is like, get out of your head mm-hmm. and into your body and into your heart. What is your heart telling you to do? What is your gut telling you what to do? Because I found that when you follow your heart and your gut and have a little bit of rationalization, but not too much um that things work out really really well because you're following your your bliss and it sounds really corny you know follow your bliss follow your bliss no, it's um, amazing. but it's oh, you yeah. know when you follow them it becomes easier you're in flow more you're not banging your head against the wall it's yeah. more meaningful to you you've got a strong emotional why um and you find people that love your energy and just say i want some of that i want some of that i want some of that so it's yeah <laughs>
0: Awesome, give it to me. Come <laughs> with me, Sarah. I love it. I love it. I love your vibe yeah. Thank you yeah. so much for your time, Julie. This has been so enlightening. I really appreciate your time.
1: My absolute pleasure. Let's do something fun together soon not in the Zoom room, not on a podcast, out there.
0: Okay, Bye <laughs> <five>. Got that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Take care. Bye. Thank you. Bye bye.